Welcome to the Cushy Podcast. I am your host, Keep It Hot Like Toast, K Lane, going against the grain. Today's episode is molding the future through the young generation. I have a special guest on the show today, Mr. Calvin Denson, the author of Denson Books. Calvin is the epitome of what you can become when you beat the odds that are against you. He has six books released at Barnes and Nobles, and the titles are Bad Luck Felix, Tree, Autumn, Why Me, Grace, and Red the School Bus Driver. Mr. Denson, welcome to the Cushy Podcast. How you doing, sir? Uh, please tell the people uh, how you got started. How I got started? Actually, it's very funny. I was riding home from work, and something popped in my head saying, write a book. I went inside my house and wrote the int- end up writing the introduction for my first chapter of Autumn. I mean, for my book, first book, Autumn. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it wasn't nothing big, but if you want me to break it down, you want me to break it down? Yes, sir. All right. We must plant seeds in our lives. When I was 25 years old, I was getting out the penitentiary. Mm-hmm. And by six months before release, I was reading a lot of books. And reading all those books, I told myself, if I was to ever write, I would write a different way and try to write more for the people and write more for my people. And I feel like on that day, I planted a seed in my life. And five years later, going on 30, uh, I was 25 at the time, going on 30, something popped in my head saying write a book. So I feel like I really planted a seed in my life by speaking something in the distance that day and God watered it. Man, that is good, man. Well, man, uh, I see you got six books, man. I see you've been grinding. I see you've been hustling. I see you've been doing your thing, man, speaking in schools and doing a great thing for the community. Um, I like what you're doing for the kids, but, but what motivates you to do that? What motivates me, besides God, because I say that not in a bad way, but God really don't motivate me. God is within me. Mm-hmm. If God is within me, how can that motivate me? Because I move, I move according to his will and try to think as he think as I move. So it's, it's not him motivating me. It's him living within me how I do the things I do. Okay. What motivates me is my mom and my son. Those are the two things that motivates me. They are outside of me. Mm-hmm. Those two people depending on me and their love and just seeing my son face when I wake up in the morning or feeling my mom within me when I'm around kids takes me to a whole nother level and makes me push for a greatness that's unknown of in other people's eyes. But I feel this could be right there captured with me. Good, man. That's good. So, uh, what is your ideal audience? My ideal audience is the world. I feel like as a writer, and if I want to go down as one of the top black authors of all time, not just black authors, but top authors of all time, Mm -hmm. I need to write for the whole world. So at the end of the day, if it's a book out there that I don't have and I haven't written, and you want me to write it, and I feel that it's in my... uh, my schedule and could be permitted to write, I would go out and try to write that book because I'm here to please the fans. That's good. Like my next book, I want I want to write a murder mystery. Mm. You know, uh, I want to write a, uh, my, my ultimate goal is to write a book such as a Gone with the Wind type book mm-hmm. so that, because those books are forever. Right. Gone with the Wind, 
books like that, uh, Where the Red Firm Grows. I need to find a, t a book like that within me to write, to say, it could go just till to the end of time. Right, right. So that's what I'm looking for within myself right now. I'm a mystery type person myself too, man. I, man, I used to love watching Unsolved Mysteries. I, I love everything that got to do with mystery because it's putting a puzzle together. Uh, the forensic shows, uh, man, I, I like watching all that stuff, man. So, uh, with you getting your mind on, on, on that mystery level, man, you, you, you own something deep. You, you own to something because everybody can't write uh, something that's mysterious. My book, Grace, is a mystery. Sci-fi mystery. Yeah. Sci-fi fantasy mystery. Okay. And I wrote it just for what you said. Everybody can't write that. I have two urban books, Autumn and Tree. Mm -hmm. But they're urban books. I grew up that way. I could write that all day. Right. But to write a murder mystery, I, I wrote Grace to, sh to show it was my resume to the world. Okay. To show the world my imagination. That's my sole reason of writing Grace. Like, look, I write urban books, but don't sleep on me. I can get on this level, <laughs> too. So that's how Grace came about. Right, right. And uh, for the listeners, uh, reading is fundamental. Uh, the more you learn, the more knowledge you gain. Knowledge is power. If you are young and you are seeking to speak about something or you want to know about something, go speak to an elder. Because elders have wisdom. So if you need to know something, go speak to your mother, go speak to your father, go speak to anybody that you want to talk to about uh, wherever you're trying to get uh, with, with your art or uh, anything that you have questions about and you're not getting answers. Go speak to an elder. They can help you get to where you need to be. Because yeah. like I said, elders have wisdom. So that's what I wanted to speak to the audience about. So, uh, Mr. Denson, man. Very true, very true. Uh, how do you balance keeping up with what you teach the students in different schools and balancing what you do it in your household? Well, it, it, it balances out pretty much the same because the reason why, one of the sole reasons I'm able to do the things that I do in school is because I have an eight-year-old. Mm -hmm. I have a teenager that's in high school, and I have a 21-year-old. So, All being, boys? No, I have two boys and a daughter. Okay. My uh, fiance has a daughter. Mm -hmm. But just who I raised since she was eight years old, so she mine too. Exactly. But uh, just being around them, so going into the schools is more of a, not a, a big transition, but far as I'm really going into the schools teaching what, what was taught to me. Right, right. And I've already teach teaching that to my kids everyday life. So I'm going in there teaching solely on education and listening to your parents mm -hmm. because uh, that's how I got here. <laughs> education right. and listening to my parents. Right. The, not just listening. I, I I say listening to my parents, but how I got here was education and the love for my for my parents. Right. And and what you're doing, man, it, it, it reminds me of the old school days when people used to come into the classroom and speak. You don't see that no more, man. So I want to just commend you for doing that, going into the classroom and speaking to these students, man, because that is very, very valuable, man. That is very valuable. So I want to say thank you, man. Thank for, you. For, for paying your dues, man. And, and now, now you're reaping the benefits of it. You got six books released. Ladies and gentlemen, he had six books released because that is six. his passion. And he's working on his seventh one coming out in May. No, the other ones, uh, two, I'm not working on it. They complete. Two oh, ones going to come out this year. All right. Everything I got coming out the next two years, I already complete almost. So, yeah, three all together coming out. The man you know, is working. Yeah, you got to work. You got to 
You gotta believe in yourself. How you gonna ask somebody else to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? Exactly. So you gotta step out on. People know when Calvin Dixon come to the room. Oh, I don't know who that guy is, but he believes in himself. Exactly. Confidence is key, man. Confidence is key. Ladies and gentlemen, confidence is key. Uh, so, Mr. Denson, uh, as you know, there are people out there that wants to speak to the youth or their peers that's around them, but they have no push, probably from the stress of their environment or lack of confidence. Uh, what advice can you give to them? I give to them to learn. When we were speaking earlier about me being around certain atmospheres, I draw from that. I believe that well, you have to learn how to draw from life. So, such as, this may sound crazy, the wind that blow in your face, <laughs> the grass you walk on, the sun that shines. See, I can draw from that, the rocks that you walk on. I learn from those things. I feel those things. Mm -hmm. And those things can take me to another level if those other things are not around. Right. So you got to learn to draw from something else. I'm just telling you what I draw from. So learn to draw from other things to help push you. But at the end of the day, my mom used to say that out of all my kids, Eric is the only one. That's what she calls me, Eric, my middle name. Mm -hmm. Is the only one that knows how to pat herself on, pat himself on the back. He needs no one else to tell him he's doing a good job. Mm. So learn how to pat your own self on the back. Right, right. That's good, man. That's good. Uh, which one is your favorite book and why? This is my favorite question, man, for you, man. Which one is your favorite book? And why? Autumn is my favorite book, will always be my favorite book. And I wish I one day I want to ask authors one day what's their favorite book. I wonder if they're going to say the first one is their favorite book. But Autumn is my favorite book for special reasons because I wrote it on the tablet. I would never do that again. But I wrote <laughs> that one on the tablet. My brother has those tablets uh, right now. I wrote it on the tablet. So I, my, it was my blood, sweat, and tears following upon that paper. Mm -hmm. I wrote it while my mom was dying of cancer, and I had to overcome that while writing an epic story. I had to take care of my mother while writing that book. And also my mom was the only one who was pushing me, who kept me writing, who kept asking me what happened next. You know, you gotta have, I had that in the house, so, so just having my mom there, her spirit around, her, her, her presence around me, her educational background, mm -hmm. being a teacher, and her asking, what happened next, son? kept me, pushed me to, to write one of the, my, my first book that started it all. So that's why it's my my number one book. And also, I, I learned so much about myself in writing that book. I learned that I can write, like, look what I can do. Wow, right. I'm a writer, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I was nothing. I was a nobody, and all of a sudden, I'm a somebody. Right. Even though I wasn't a somebody else, I always thought I was somebody. So you got to think that way, too. You got to always think you're somebody, even when people think you're nobody. So, just being around that, and I think that's why, to this day, that book came out in 2010. Yeah, it came out in 2010. My publisher told me with that book, she said, Calvin, you are one of the most fortunate authors I ever met. Everybody can't book. You put out a book 10 years ago and it still sell like it's, it's, it, it, was, it came out yesterday. Because it's relevant. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's very hard to do, to see that you selling that book like that. And uh, I think that's because as I sit back 10 years from now and wonder why Autumn and my writing has never been critiqued, it's because I feel like they're reading 
like they say, the pain leaks into the paper, in the pen, in the I, ink. I, know I exactly think they're reading. I'm not writing that kind of stuff, but I feel like they they feel my pain and my ink into the paper from the atmosphere right. and what's coming from around me, and I'm letting it out. I like this is what I'm releasing. I can't go nowhere. I'm in the house 24 seven taking care of mama, right. rubbing her with alcohol, giving her baths, feeding her, and I'm right going in the room, beard all over my face. So just. And letting everything I got right there, cause I it's just me, the paper, and mama. Right. Writing right. that book the whole year, me, paper, and mama, and right. going to hospitals. Right. Well, man, uh, I want I, I want to speak on the pain aspect, because when I'm when I'm writing, even if it's something joyous, even if if it's something uh, that don't have anything to do with pain, I feel like your pain hits harder, and the people relate to it. Because everybody goes through pain, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, painful songs, uh, through any kind of genre, those are the songs that I feel that hits me harder, and those are the songs that sell more because people go through problems, they go through pain every day, and people can relate to your pain because they probably going through painful uh, things in life. So um, I truly understand what you're talking about, man. And uh, it, it sounds like your mother was a great woman. So my condolences to you thank and your you, family. You. And uh, and uh, she got a great writer, man. Uh, she turned you into a great writer. So, man, just keep doing what you're doing, man. And don't give up. Keep going. I know you're not going to give up. <laughs> I can't give up, man. My mom died at 52 years old. And part of the things that, part of what drives me is... I, I hate to say this, but parents, if you listening, to me, drive to have for one to have drive. I feel like drive comes from a parent mm -hmm. telling their child good job, showing up at the plays, uh, watching them be a reindeer, putting that putting that smile in their face, letting them know you're gonna be there no matter what. If they pursue an educational background, mm -hmm. that teaches the child drive to like, man, if I just do this, I can put that smile on mama's face. Mm -hmm. That's drive when right. they want to put a smile on their face. They're driven to do something. Mm -hmm. And I was fortunate to have that in my mother. And I'm letting y'all know to put that in y'all kids. Put drive in their kids. Drive come from you showing up, from being there. Right, right. Helping them with their homework, getting on them that they got it wrong. You could do better than that. That's drive, make them do better. It comes from molding them and shaping them as kids. So just off that, that drives me far as like, man, my mom died at 52 years old. By her dying at 52 years old, I feel like her work here on earth was nowhere near complete, even though it was complete because I feel like in the end, in God's eyes, mm -hmm. now on a physical aspect, I feel like her work wasn't here complete. But in God's eyes, her work had to be complete because you were put on this earth to love God, take care of your kids, lead others to Christ, share the love of God, and He can, when your work are done, he calls you home. So exactly. I praise the Lord that my mom fulfilled her task here on earth at 52 years old. But I feel her, she had more to do. So with that said, since my mother is gone, what drives me is, oh, yeah, my mama gone, now you got to deal with me. Right. And, and, right. And, right. and I don't play. Right. You, <laughs> you know go. what I'm saying? Because I tell people all the time, and when I speak to kids, it took my mama dying for me to live. My mama didn't notice me. I was a wet head. I was doing things I had no business doing. Uh, still dipping and dabbing. When my mama died, it, tra it transformed me. 
the, it, it was the beginning of me transforming because I would refuse to let anyone say, look, Miss Boswell must be turning over in her grave because of me. Oh, no. Right. They would not say that because of Calvin Denson. Right. So I had to change my life because I would not let her work here on the 52 years of work she did share and spread, go down in vain, do the thing, dumb things I'm doing. Right, man. So that's why I got to keep going hard. Right, right, man. That's, that says a lot about you, man. That says a lot, man. And, uh, it, it's just an everyday process, man. An everyday process. Uh, and we're going to get through this, man. Just keep writing, keep writing, putting that precious juice for the people to read. And uh, you're going to bubble. You're going to blossom, brother. You're going to blossom. Thank man. you, man. I received it. Yes, sir. Uh, man, how long does it take you to write a book? I could actually, if I really wanted to write a book, a novel, I could write a novel in probably, most likely in about six months. Five to six months. Yeah. But. Is that writing every day or? That's every day. Okay. That'll be. That'll be, that, it wouldn't be just every day probably writing, but if me if I put in my mind to write it in six months, I will write it in six months. It's just me. I could do that. Right. I put it in my mind, I'm going to get it done because I set goals in my life, small goals to do what I do. People don't know behind the scenes. But right. I would never write a book in five to six months. I probably could write one in four months. I would never write a novel in five to six months out of respect for my fans. My fans deserve the fullness of me and the fullness of thoughts of my thoughts. So the least amount of time I ever write a novel is eight months. Okay. okay. Just because I to give myself the ample amount of time to get the fullness of my thoughts together to write a good book. Okay. Okay. That's good, man. That's good. Patience. Giving yourself some time. You're not you're not just taking twenty or thirty days and, and releasing something. So you're just taking your time. So keep in mind a lot of people can't write no book in no eight months. Cause my publisher say eight months. Now you say it like it's easy. People take years to write. Right, book. right. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Like that's she true. Be like eight months. Uh, you, uh, you said that's so calm and like it was just easy to do. I say, you know how long it take people to write books? I'd be like, you girl, you crazy. I say for real. I, I, I write a chapter like I could really write. That reason why I say I could write it longer mm-hmm. because I write a chapter a week. I, but I, I give myself after I write a chapter. I give myself a week off right. meditation and let my mind reboot. Right. Do you I don't like- never just keep writing because I don't want to cheat myself out of thoughts I could have had if I didn't give myself that week off. So, so when you give yourself that week off, do you go back and read over what you what you've written? No, I read over. I, once I write a chapter, it's, and I it's read done. over and do, do it all. It's done. It's done when I go on to the next chapter because now you're talking about how I, my format and writing. Right. My format in writing is once that's over with, each chapter is a whole nother window of life for me. This is my story. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. got to make it coincide, but that's how I look at writing. That's part of my Calvin Distance type guy. Each chapter is, all right, what's going to happen in this chapter? So it's I got to make it coincide, but to, to go back, like you said, that's when I write each chapter mm-hmm. and finish the book. Now I, and, I, and I go back over the book. Now I'm, I'm, I'm making it knit and tight. Right, right. That's when right. I when I when I go back over and make sure everything fixed. Oh, that don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, right. I don't go back because I'll be taking I'll be out there if I keep going back. Exactly. And all that. So yeah, but I write a chapter a week, then I meditate. I could keep writing, but I ain't gonna keep writing because I want my brain to just rest. Like <laughs> then I come back, bam, my free fresh brain and it's on. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. 
So uh, for the listeners, uh, Calvin has been on KFDM news station promoting his art and how important it is to enlighten the minds with his words. Man, how was that experience? Being on the news always puts a smile on my face because I know people be like, he's nervous and all that, but I don't look at it as nervous, as nervous and stuff because I really don't be nervous. I just be excited. Right. And if talking to my fans and a lot of people throughout, a percentage say I see you a little nervous, but a lot of them say it's good because it's, it's just genuine. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just be so genuine on TV <laughs> and, and, it, and, and you're relatable. So yeah. I just love being on the news, uh, doing interviews like this. Because I, it, it, if I could help one person, man, I did my job, man. And that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about. You're right about that, man. So uh, for the listeners, if you're seeking to start a literacy uh, program for the kids, uh, you should assess the need, uh, define your mission, set goals and objectives, uh, form tutoring program with partnerships, design the program, select or adapt a reading curriculum, provide support for tutors last but not least implement your plans that's what it's all about you have to yes, implement yes. your plan yes Richard. have a vision for Preach. it and implement it put it down write it down on paper every day put it on your icebox every day with a magnet you got to look at that every day put it on your mirror implement your plan you got to be concrete and as you implement your plan don't just implement your plan from your aspect implement your plan from your audience aspect. Right. Implement your plan from your crit, your crit, your hater aspects. Right. Implement your plan from your friends back there. You got to look at all aspects before you tackle the business exactly. or whatever it is you're trying to do because those are the people who is going to buy your material. There so you, you just can't implement it from your thing. You got to implement it from the people that's going to actually buy whatever it is you're trying to do in life. Right. So look at them too. Okay. Man, what is your main message when you're speaking to the youth? My main message when speaking to the youth is education, one, and listening to your parents, too. They both at the same level. I just put them in a little order. Uh, it go either or. But you got to, you got to, education is the key to everything. You don't want to get, as you grow older in life, you look at a lot of people and you see the ones who didn't take education seriously. You see the ones who did. Mm -hmm. And if you, not to talk down on nobody, but do you want, why would you even go that route if you be able to look and see what education, not having an education can do? Right. You know what I'm saying? So education and listen to your parents, not just listen, love your parents. And, and parents love your child, make them want to just do their best in whatever it is. If it's picking up school, make them be the best thing quick as ever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let them know it's all right to step out on faith. And what hurts me the most is my mom didn't know this me. You know what I'm saying? She right. knew a whole nother me. Not in a, She knew this me, but I'm saying I've always been genuine and a loving person, but I was on doing things I had no business doing, and she knew I was going to venture to snap out of it, but I didn't do it when she was here. Right. It happened with, after she was here. Right. And my message when I do the kids in schools and high schools, it took my mama dying for me to live. Don't let that be the reason for you to change your life. There you go. All right. I hope y'all paying attention. Pay attention, please. Because he, he's dropping some Jews. Those that still have your mom here, pay attention to what he's saying. Uh, for my listeners, uh, find subjects that you want to read about. 
If you are concerned about problems in life, you're looking for motivation, or you want answers for things you don't know, pick up a book and read. I guarantee whatever you ponder about, the answers are in a book. Can I add to that? There you go. Real quick. Go ahead. I was just telling somebody it's about reading. Reading is the key to your success. I'm letting you know that. Just think, say for instance, you're trying to do something in life. Whatever it is, you don't know what it is, but you know you got to do something. Mm-hmm. But you're reading books. You start reading. You, you reading expands your minds and open your your brain to other levels and sections of your brains to explore. It takes you to other worlds. It takes you here, and you it might not be nothing about what you want to do in life or what you're trying to do, but just think by your brain opening it up and breathing and, and, and taking going into new aspects and doors inside of your mind through that book. Oh man, I want to start a podcast. Right. Yeah. I want to become a writer. Right. I want to, I want, man, I'm going to start my own barbershop business. That's what reading does for your brain. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, man. I want to share some Langston Hughes quotes with y'all. That, that's my favorite author, man, Langston Hughes. Uh, perhaps the mission of an artist is to interpret beauty to people, the beauty within themselves. Hold fast to your dreams, for without them, Life is a broken winged bird that cannot fly. Very positive quotes from Langston Hughes. Deep, deep. Yes, man. Uh, it doesn't matter how old you are, young or old. Your dreams are to get to the mountaintop. Your dreams are not the same as others. The books you read may not be the same that others read. You have your own journey in life. And I guarantee you, it'll get smoother if you open a book and read. Mr. Denson, man, I'd like you to let the audience know where they can get your books at. Uh, I know you got them at Barnes & Noble's. Mm-hmm. Uh, let them know where else they can get them at. You can get my books. Uh, my Barnes books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble's, Apple Books, all major retailers, Kindle, Amazon, uh, Nook. You could just pretty much... Like Google Calvin Dixon and they'll show you how to get the book. I, I'll be the first Calvin Dixon that pop up. I guarantee because I get Google to like. <laughs> nah, I like saying that though. Cause somebody said, oh, you the first person pop up, first one pop up. You say, you must get Google to like. So I add that to my little quote a little bit. That's good. But uh, yeah, you can get my books that way or you can reach me through Dixon Books on Facebook. My website is in the making right now. The guy, uh, it's already was up, but I took it down because it's getting re- revamped and he going through some things right now, personally. So it'll be up and that's DensonBook.com. Or you can go on Instagram at cdenson2001 or go on my Facebook page, Calvin Eric Denson. Inbox me and I can see about getting you a signed copy. I try to sign all my people's books because it's going to be a the reason why I sign so many books and be so up and close with personal with people is because I enjoy these days. I know as I keep writing these books, and and I, cause I write good books, God is gonna end up taking my life to a next level. Yes, sir. It's gonna automatically go to the next level. I already know what's up ahead for writers that write on my level. So with that said, I'm thankful for this day. I'm thankful for to be able to be uh, go to speak with homeless people and walk down the street and, and nobody bother me because it's gonna be a day where that day not come. So. I enjoy these days yes. and be thankful today because I already know what's up ahead in my life. 
So people say, do this and that. I say, man, I'm thankful for the day. I already know where my life going to end up at. Man, I'm a writer. <laughs> and I'm a very good one. Not to be sound, I'm a, I'm a bless. Yes. I got a gift from God and my gift is for the world. People ask me, how do I do the things that I do? I do the things that I do because I have a gift. That gift is not for me. That gift is for the world. So the door has no choice but to be open because what I got is for y'all. It ain't for me. Man, that's deep. That is deep, man. Thank you for tuning in to the episode seven, Molding the Future Through the Young Generation with Mr. Calvin Denson. I am your host. Keep it hot like toast. K-Lane going against the grain. Against the grain. Against the grain. Mr. K-Lane. <laughs>